Good evening. It, it is Good evening. evening. God bless you, Pastor. Amen. Amen. It is Amen. Amen. And we want to get started as far as um, uh, our prayer call is concerned. Certainly thankful and appreciative of all that have joined this call tonight. Thank you all so very, very much. Um, I don't take your presence for granted. And so um, uh, we want to go ahead and get started as far as our time together is concerned. This is Holy Week. This is Holy Week. This is Holy Week. And it is Wednesday of Holy Week. And according to the movement of the scriptures, this is the time where Jesus is having a celebratory meal with the family of Lazarus after he has been raised from the dead. I want to share with you, if I could, a scripture reading from John chapter 12, verse 1 through 8 and Mark 14, 3 through 9, to set the text as far as our devotional is concerned. John 12, 1 through 9 reads, Then six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany with Lazarus, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box, and he used to take what was put in it. But Jesus said, let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor you will have with you always, but not me. The poor you will have with me always, but not me. And then in Mark chapter 14, um, I just want to read verses 6 through 9. It says, but Jesus said, let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me, for I have, for you have the poor with you always, and wherever you wish, you may do them good, but me you do not have always. She has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint my body for burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever the gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will be told as a memorial to her heart. Before Jesus' death, Mary, Lazarus' sister, anointed Jesus' head with an expensive jar of perfume. She didn't hesitate. She poured the entire body, the entire oil, uh, on his feet and then wiped her hair with his feet. 
While her acts shocked the onlookers, here's why it was major. Mary's act of devotion revealed Jesus' purpose. In the Bible, when God chose a king, that person was publicly anointed with oil to show that they were set apart by God. Anointing was so important that the prophesied Savior of the Jewish people was referred to as the Messiah um, or the Christ. By anointing Jesus days before he died and rose again, Mary was preparing him for his burial and proclaiming that he was set apart by God to rescue the world. Mary's act showed her devotion to Jesus and her submission to his kingly authority. Imagine standing before Jesus and giving him your salary for a whole year. When you do that, you're not just handing Jesus your money. You're giving Jesus your future, your dreams, and your security. That's what Mary did when she poured that entire bottle of spikenard on Jesus' feet. Pouring it out would have cost her financially, jeopardized her reputation, and impacted her future security, but nothing else mattered to Mary except Jesus. Why she had seen his glory when he raised Lazarus from the dead. And it compelled her to bow at his feet and give him everything she had. Mary's radical devotion to Jesus mirrored Jesus' radical devotion to God his Father. Because God so loved us, Jesus gave up everything to rescue us. And just like Mary's expensive perfume, that was poured out on him, Jesus' precious blood was poured out for us. This is something Jesus did without regret. He willingly gave up his own life so that we could be anointed by the anointed one. And so my sisters and brothers, as we prepare for Resurrection Sunday, the rest of this week, why don't you spend some time thinking about the love that Jesus has shown you? Jesus doesn't want anything to hold you back from coming to him. So allow him to reveal anything you need to surrender to him. Then consider what it would mean for you to follow Jesus the way that Mary did. And because he lived, all of us can face our tomorrow. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And, uh, Thank you, Lord. So, uh, if you have at this time, would you share them? Uh, we want to continue to lift up Sister um, Gwendolyn McCain as she centralized her husband, Brother Bryce, this past week. We want to lift up Brother Reginald Steele. We want to continue to lift up. Um, uh, uh, yeah. The Drummonds, uh, Dr. 
uh, Drummond, our, our predecessor, and our pastor Emeritus and his wife, Sister Thomasina. We want to keep them lifted up in prayer. Uh, and if anyone else has any other prayer concerns, would you share them at this time? Sister Mary Harrison, Sister Pfeiffer, and Brother Matthew Pfeiffer. My husband, Arthur Rock. Your family, Pastor Scott, and yourself. Yeah. Thank you so much. The Gaddy family. All right. Rachel Harris. We also want to lift up. Uh, yes. Lift her up in prayer. Lift up. Okay. And again. Oh, yes. 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 And Sister Annie again. And Ashley Jones, that she's going through. Go get your milk cup. All right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Getting ready to have that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Want to cover her right now. <laughs> also, the people in Ukraine, we can't forget about them either. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We also want to lift up our Patty Wilson. That were, the people that were uh, yeah, in York, that were impacted by oh, yeah. that shooter. Yeah. Thank God that yeah. 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 Let's have a trip and go into school. Yeah. Amen. The Midwest with all, uh, the all of our brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world. Amen. 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 Amen, my sister. All right. For those that are suffering with mental health. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, it's Holy Week. It's a very somber and sobering week for all of us who profess Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. It's Holy Week. And we come and we don't take this week for granted because this week changed everything. Changed everything since the beginning of time. It's Holy Week. And this is the week that we remember and reflect upon the great sacrifice of the Godhead where Jesus Christ took on our sins on the hill called Calvary where God's heart was really broken and where the Holy Spirit was really grieved. We come to you right now, O God, because even though we know resurrection is coming, we have to go by the way of the cross. And oh, what pain that cross has caused. And yet, your Christ our Savior, your Son, our Redeemer, told us to take up our cross and follow him daily. And so, God, we come right now because all of us on here, we're dealing with something in some shape, form, or fashion. Uh, 
There have been names that have been called that are associated with death. And for them, oh God, if you would, give peace. Give comfort. Give compassion. There are other names, oh God, that have been called that are dealing with sickness. And we ask, oh God, that you would give peace. Give compassion. Give comfort. And bring healing where you desire. God, there are others who need to be reminded they're not going through their ordeals by themselves. And so, God, if you would bring peace, bring comfort, bring compassion, and bring companionship. God, others that are right now just trying to deal with what's going on inside of them, they're facing depression and stress and pressure. Bring peace, bring compassion, bring comfort, and bring encouragement. God, right now, there across the vastness of creation, there's war in Ukraine and other parts of this world. There were over 30-some people that were injured by a shooter in Brooklyn. And God, they need your peace, your comfort, your compassion, and your presence. To be reminded they're not going through what they're going through by themselves. And God, right now for the St. Paul Church, as we get ready to make a mad dash toward Calvary and to Silent Saturday and Resurrection Sunday. And for us, this is an incredible event that we commemorate, celebrate, and remember and reflect on. And so God, because of the resurrection, bring peace, bring compassion, bring comfort, and provide us what we need to do your work in an excellent, effective and efficient manner whereby you will be glorified and exalted. God bless each and every person and portal that is open on this call tonight in a special way. And remind them, O oh God, that their time spent together in fellowship and prayer, uh, it has special meaning for all those that are on this call. Now, God, if you would, dismiss us from this moment. Keep us in your sovereign care. Empower us to take what we will get in Bible study and in worship on Sunday and be rejuvenated because he lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives. He lives. Salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives? Because he lives in my heart. Thank you, God, for your saving grace. And it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.